tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is John Keller from the film consulting and promoting initiative Felix Martyr Society. Now, let's start the show. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm Jake Amino, the writer-director of The Asian. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. Zotcom up in my bum, please. Snake. Yeah, that's my motorcycle running and tracking up with motherfucking snakes, genius. With Dom, eating pizza and pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The From Page to Screen Movie Hello. Hello. You could do the podcast on your own. It's fine. I'm like right. I said, God help us all. <laughs> do you think how difficult do you think it would be for you to do a podcast on your own? I've done it and I find it really difficult. Yeah, I definitely think a podcast would would be one of the worst things you could give me to do on my own. Um, you know, I um, hate listening to myself, so that's not a good start. Well, you wouldn't have and, to, though, would you? Because you would, well, you'd there'd be well, no editing yeah, to do. True. Um, I actually think it'd be easier to do a YouTube video. Oh, God, see, now that's where I struggle. I would love to be able to go, do you know what, I'm, we're going to start doing video podcasts but for the life of me, I could not bear. I can't make me talking look interesting unless I'm at like Sci-Fi Wales or or a Comic Con <laughs> on stage with famous people who we can make that happen. They could do, but generally, I don't think people are looking at me when they're there. They're looking mm-hmm. at the famous people on stage, which I'm all right with, because to be honest, so am I. But me, no. So oh, the, the YouTube ne- thing never I say never. No, uh, true. I, I've been putting some uh, ideas down on paper for for our first <laughs> kind of. Um, video podcast as it were yeah well it's something i would do and it's something i've just not worked out the technology for it because mm-hmm. what i don't want to do it's like with the podcast that we do now this thing will be online within 45 minutes of yeah. us finishing because there's no editing i just put a theme song on it and the other and change the sound levels and whatnot but if you're doing a video you've you've either got to make it look interesting while you're doing it mm-hmm. or you've got to do some sort of post-production on it, which no one might like, take like about a week. No, <laughs> so. I think make it interesting whilst you're doing it. Um, that's the that's the. Key. Uh, I did message Bob by the way, saying eight o'clock, but I've not had a reply. But I am watching for him go green on Skype, and I'll bring him in when he shows up. <laughs> so potentially it could be me and you for half an hour, and then Bob shows up for like 
an hour, which is which is kind of cool anyway. So, and if he doesn't turn up at half past by the latest, then um, can 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 we kick him off? Because uh, I'm sorry, we we reschedule for Bob. <laughs> exactly, we we often reschedule for Bob. Yep. So, are you all up to date on the passage? I'm not. I've got the uh, season finale. Is it? It is. Too, like, well, it's pretty. Yeah. It's the last two episodes. Yeah. So, so I've got. Yeah. I've got the, uh, the the last two episodes to watch, which I may watch when we finish this. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm just. You just want it renewed now. Yeah, okay. I do. I want it renewed. I've seen. Um, it's one of the members of the crew who's talked. It must be the writer or the creator or something. Obviously, um, because they're like, well, you know, we've not officially been renewed yet, but we do have plans for season two and this, that, and this. So they've got them in place. I just really want Fox <laughs> to turn around and go, yeah, it's coming back. Because it was it was a good good overall season, mm-hmm. and it was a good finale as well. Although I was talking to Annette about it, and I said, right, how did that compare to the book? She said, well, they've ended the the first season probably about halfway through the first book. So I'm like, uh, uh, so okay, but so we've me, got we've got six seasons to go then at least. Well, that's kind of the way. Yeah, yeah, and she's doing very well at not spoiling it for me, which is quite nice. Because um, obviously I've asked her to, and she she's not she doesn't like when things get ruined for her, so. That's mm-hmm. that's quite good, but I'm yeah. happy with the way the TV show ended. It was good. good. I think it did start off slow, and I'm not not in a bad way. It's mm-hmm. you know I don't necessarily need everything to go off like a rocket at the beginning, but it it kind of ramped up towards the end, which is the way a, a TV show should go, I suppose. Yeah, but it was good. So I've tweeted with quite a few members of the cast now, so I'm, I'm getting out. What I really want to do is try and get some of them on mm-hmm. a podcast to talk about. Not no not really spoilers about the show but just what their experience was like making the passage so i'm uh, i'm strategically trying to pull a few strings to make that happen so i'll make sure you're on that one as well because that'd be kind of cool yeah we need to definitely find out how good uh, their kind of um buffet table is you know what kind of food they get given <laughs> well, that, you know, well, that's the sort of thing find the ins and outs well, that's the sort of things i want to find out i don't really want to find out about things that we've seen on screen it's exactly like, and, and and there'll be so many people they talk you know um to these guys and ask questions and always the same questions so we want to find out all the bits that aren't spoken about yeah. so there is also um another interview that i'm trying to chase up because you get them, the press releases just come thick and fast, and you'll get a lot of these. There's a wonderful company in Australia that I deal with, and they'll send me through like a list of about seven or eight different people each month that are up for interviews. But most of the time, they're telephone interviews, which mm-hmm. I can't record those. <laughs> so it's like, damn. So I, I uh, replied back saying, right, out of these few people in this list, which ones would be up for a Skype audio? And they came back when there's a guy called Tim. I don't know what is i've forgotten his surname but he's connected with deep space nine and apparently oh. tim would be up for a skype audio interview about his new films so i'm like hmm so i shall make sure i keep you updated on that one because it'd be cool chatting with somebody from ds9 they would so get in there but how's things with yourself what have you been up to um i don't know my my life seems to have been a blur since we last spoke <laughs> yeah i can't remember um, when we last spoke it seems ages. yeah it's at least like a week and a half isn't it i uh i've had a, a real rough patch with um with my back since uh the the car accident um to the point where uh last weekend I'd got pins and needles down my legs and the feeling of kind of cold running water down my legs. Oh, God, um, and 
I just didn't I just didn't want to do anything. I was um kind of fed up and tired and thankfully that has kind of faded. It's not kind of a constant, it's kind of comes and goes. Yeah. I've been really tired. I don't know why. Um a couple of nights ago I came home from work. I spent some time with my daughter. My daughter went to bed. I thought I'll just lie here for 20 minutes and just have a have a rest. Next thing I knew, I woke up at midnight. Yep. So, <laughs> we so just, yeah. we need rest. That's what we need. Yep. Um, uh, I'm obviously showing my age and um, my my body decides I, I need to uh, hibernate at this time of year or something. I think I do. The continuation of the monkey virus was, um, I think the last time I'd given an update, I went to the doctors and they gave me these weird exercises to do because it's some sort of crystal in the head or the, in the ear that needs to be shaken out or dislodged or dissolved or something like that. So they'd given me mm-hmm. these, these pills to take, but they were horrible. The side effects were worse than the actual thing it was supposed to get rid of because all it would do would get rid of side effects. It wouldn't get rid mm-hmm. of the thing. So I'm like, well, I ain't taking them. I'd rather have the side effects. So uh, I've been doing these weird exercises where you you sit up, sit on the bed with your feet on the floor and you tilt your head to one side and then you lie down on your right side for 30 seconds and you sit back up and you <laughs> tilt your head the other way to the right-hand side and you lie down on the left-hand side for 30 seconds. And it wasn't really doing much good. So I went online and I found these exercises where she just printed them off on Google because I saw her do it. And mm-hmm. I found some different ones. And it's where you sit on the bed and if you were to lie back, your head would be sort of hanging off the bed. And okay. it, you, so you sit up and you, you you tilt your head to one side and you fly back pretty quick. So you're you know one step <laughs> before you break your neck, basically. So I did that. That's so much better. I've done that maybe three or four times and I'm, I'm starting to feel a lot better. So whatever this dumb thing is i think my head's probably a bit of marble madness or, uh-huh. or something going on in there so uh, it's a form of vertigo or something apparently but uh, well at least you found something that hopefully touch wood is working yeah definitely and with regard to the shoulder muscles and stuff a lot of that is to do with the posture that mm-hmm. i'm sitting at work um because i went up and i've I, I don't tend to slouch in a chair, but I was, the, the chair will always be lower than a desk, and I'll sort of be looking up and leaning back, and you know that sort of thing. And that damaged my arm and shoulder muscles because of the posture. So mm-hmm. I'm now level with the desk, and I've raised the monitor up so it's within eye level. And so I'm doing all this research, going, "How should I sit properly? <laughs> we shouldn't have to research how to sit properly. We're adults. We should know this crap, shouldn't we? Really? Well, to, to be honest, when uh Back when I was living in Stoke, um, when uh, I was in charge of um, one of the web firms down there, I had to go through all the health and safety stuff. So uh, I pretty much know how to sit at a desk in front of a computer. That is one thing I'm good with. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, I'm learning. Everything else, I'm probably terrible. Because I would sit there <laughs> with my feet sort of under the desk, but crossed because there wasn't quite enough space. I think, well, that's all right for a few minutes, but for 10, 11 hours, not so yeah. good. So I'm now sitting with the feet on the floor and the chair level, perfect thing, and the monitor raised up and that's the mm-hmm. right sort of mouse. And God almighty, I'm one step away from an ergonomic keyboard, I think. <laughs> Which I have owned one of those in the past as well. So, uh, But getting there, we've you know, we just got to look after ourselves, haven't we? Yeah. So. We'll, we'll still be doing this podcast in 50 years' time. We might have robotic parts, but... Possibly. I don't even know what episode number that would be up to. We're up to... This is 458. 
So Ooh, that sounds good. That's quite a lot of episodes, really, isn't it? Mm. So, uh, still no sign of Bob. But to be honest, it, he's probably not watched anything anyway, is he? So, you know, he could he could jump in. We can find out what he's not watched. He'll have oh, definitely w- read a few books, though. Yeah, I think he will definitely have read a few books. I've not had a conversation with him for about two weeks. It's uh, yay night <laughs> shifts. We're uh, we're off out to Manchester tomorrow. Me and Annette. Uh, she's picking up a new Lego kit to build herself. I don't know which one she's going to get. She's got quite into that lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might treat myself to a DVD box set or the Division 2 uh, on PlayStation 4. I think that might be out soon, so I, I might uh, grab that if it's if it's out. But just generally a, a day out of the house. So easy when you're off work mm-hmm. um, just to sit in front of the TV and yeah. not move. And that's well, nice now and again, but you get a bit sick of it because you're wasting your time off. Well, this is one of the reasons we moved to North Wales in the first place. Um so you know so much to do here you know beach just down the road and that's that was the idea we want to get out of the house more and i'm happy to say we've done that since moving here so uh, i'm quite proud of how that's gone Um, the thing is it's like if you're in a built-up area mm -hmm. and you you want to go out it involves spending money really doesn't it yeah or walking around tesco yeah, pretty much. Whereas <laughs> if you haven't got any money and you're in North Wales, where you are, you can go, I'm going to go for a walk along the beach. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go to a park. Or I'm just going to go for a walk. You know, mm-hmm. There's all sorts of stuff to do. So you go walk down past the venue and go, ah, oh, that was fun. Remember chatting to Walk me. along the pier. Walk along the pier. Yep. You could actually go it's, out with about yeah. 20p. You go see that, that uh, machine that was out of big, the Zoltar machine. Zoltar. Yes. I think he wants more than 20p nowadays. Yeah, he probably does. Probably wants a credit card and a reference <laughs> or something. <laughs> yes. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, any any fun projects that are ongoing that you could talk about? Or is there everything? Well, I can tell you um, that, um, well, this would be one that, that Bob would uh, be happy about as well. Um, you know, um, obviously Bob's big into his board games and gaming in general. Um, I, um, with another person, um, have started to come up with, um, well, we've started to come up with our own, um, card game. Um, I can't really tell you the ins and outs because you don't want want anyone to steal it. Yeah, exactly. Until it's released, you don't really want to go and uh, tell everybody about it. But, um, I think within, within the first week we'd got a rough prototype together and we had the first game. Um, which obviously we then made comments on, and we've got to now go and uh, revise some cards and uh, do some other things. But it's coming along blazingly fast, um, and uh, the idea, hopefully, and I'm sure I'll talk to you about this at a later date, is to uh, launch it on Kickstarter because everything card game wise or board game wise um, seems to launch on Kickstarter nowadays. It does. I assisted with one probably three years ago, two years ago. And uh, this guy was after a serious amount of money. He was trying to get like $25,000 or something like that. He mm-hmm. didn't come close to that at all. Um, <laughs> not a shock. I mean, I think anything where you're going for 20 odd grand is mm-hmm. a bit of a push. But now and again, you do see it happen. So. Well, I was doing some research just, just on the on the card game front. And oh my God, some of the the amounts that, you know some successful campaigns have got i think one was up to 1.4 million dollars oh yeah um and they they only wanted uh, i think about 15 20,000 to start with and you know 
to, to think they got to to 1.4 million is amazing. There was another one that was, I think, about 800,000. Um, but obviously, you know, they're the exceptions to the rule. And most of them, if you look at them, they're, they're hovering on like, you know, I've got $70 or I've got $120 or... I think the secret to those, for the card game ones from what I've seen, is as one of the perks, you give an advanced copy of the game away when it's completed. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the most popular perk of anything like that. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you put one of those type of perks in and, you know. If for any reason the game never happens and nobody can complain that they haven't got it, I suppose. <laughs> but that does it does seem to be the most popular sort of thing. Um, I see Cops and Monsters have got another crowdfunding thing ending within a matter of hours. They've fallen very, very short this time. They Ooh. were, I think, they were after five thousand for their their new episode, and I think they're on maybe fifteen hundred. So they, it's not going to happen within 24 hours, unfortunately. So I suspect that well may have. But if only 300 of their followers. I've seen those. Actually, I think it was 180 <laughs> put in 20 quid each. Yeah, I did see one, one of those. Uh, one of those tweets uh, earlier in the week. Yes. Well, I've been run running my little top-up campaign for Mimi. Yeah, tell me how that, how's that going? I haven't checked it on in a few days. It's going all right. It's I'm not pushing it because I don't. I don't want to say I don't need it. I don't. It, it's not a make or break. If I don't hit a target on this, it doesn't mean that Mimi's not going to get filmed. It mm -hmm. just makes it easier for me to to get some extra bits. Um, and I of think course. it's on 260 quid at 500 at a minute. And uh, Carol, our wonderful stalker listener, has been donating to that campaign. So uh, lovely. Thank, thank you, Carol the stalker. Thank you uh, very much. And she's currently in hospital at a minute. So get well, Carol. I don't know. Oh, if this, get well. I don't think this podcast has healing abilities, but if it does, then you know, this this kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. But no, she's helped out. So um, yeah, I don't want to push it, but I I don't know. I don't know what it is about the stuff that I do. I did quite well in the first campaign, which was mm -hmm. quite good. So I'm not going to say it never works for me, but I tend to really struggle getting donations in. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm not a not a name. If that makes sense, and it does make sense. To yeah. Me. Um, or I've not really got anything that I can give out. So, I mean, I saw one where uh, it's it was the Homeless Ashes one, and they've done a lot of crowdfunding campaigns. They must have done seven or eight crowdfunding campaigns for this one movie, and they made a lot of money. But obviously, mm -hmm. if the film's expensive, so be it. And the, one of the people in charge of that film shared a picture on Twitter, because obviously it wouldn't be on Facebook or Instagram, because that's been down. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of people, well, mine still worked, so I don't know what the hell's going on with that. I've done I know mine was still working as well, so yeah, mine, mine I, was fine. Saw that. I was like, what's going on? Exactly. All I could see was people doing postings going, is Facebook still down? I'm like, well, I can see your posting, so I don't know how it's actually down. Um, but it, it received the posters for the film, and he's like, look, here's the posters for the backers, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at it and thought, that's kind of a cool poster design. I'm going to have a look and see how much it costs mm -hmm. to get one of these posters. And, you know, if it's pretty cheap or whatever, I'll get one. 110 quid Ooh. for a poster. It's like, I'm not being funny, but no, that's not happening. I would have paid about 15 quid maybe for a signed poster. Mm -hmm. It's probably, unless it's signed by somebody super famous. Um, I don't know what you'd pay for a signed poster. Have you got a thing in your head? You know, um, you know. I, I'm thinking signposter, 35, yeah. 40. And obviously the more, the bigger the name, the more you would you Yeah, would exactly. You know, you, you tell me Captain Kirk's on there and, and my offer's going up. 
I think for Captain Kirk, I'd probably pay about 90 quid. I'd be all right yeah. with that. I'd go, do you know what? I'm okay with about 90 quid for that. Um, but I would not pay £110 for, for just the poster. This isn't even a, all the cast have signed it poster. So I don't know. It's If you do a Kickstarter, just spend so much time looking at all the different perks, seeing how many have been picked and how many haven't, because it's quite interesting. Mm. But, uh, but my campaign runs out in five days. So um, I'm all right. I'll be fine with it. I don't want to be super pushy. At the end of the day, if I end up with a couple of hundred quid after the fees are off, that will compensate for the the price that the location went up in the meantime because mm. it's gone up from £100 Lovely. a night to £180 a night. So I'm like, thanks for that. But Ooh. it's such a gorgeous gorgeous location that I do mm-hmm. want to use it. Yeah. And uh, Annette was saying, she said, yeah, but it, you could get one cheaper than that. I'm like, yeah, but it wouldn't look like that. That's True. impressive. I know for a fact for £180 a night, I will get that house all to myself and the person who owns it is letting me film in it. It's mm-hmm. kind of worth the money. It is really. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, you, you you can't grumble at the that price. No, not at all. And it's not till June anyway. But the, my plan is to book it up in April. Yeah. So the Indiegogo money will come in, and then that will go towards the location, and then I'll top it up with my wage. So it's not doing too bad. Um, and I think I'll need to get a new video card for my PC. Otherwise, it's not going to edit 4K footage. <laughs> Ah, uh, the uh, age-old problem with PCs. It is. You know, like, yay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, my PC's not going to handle that. <laughs> Oops. Mimi <laughs> <laughs> um, trailers, our teaser trailers, are still being shot in actually a month today. Or a month yesterday, Ooh. actually. Because it's the 13th and 14th, but I'm probably going to go for the 13th unless the weather's really, really horrible. And I'm mm-hmm. making a point of none of the footage shot in the teaser trailer will be in the film. So it's all separate stuff and uh, i've got some cracking ideas for teaser trailers i did have to change one because one of them involved a knife but obviously all the mm-hmm. news is filled with either the other than brexit is yeah. uh, is knife crime so i'm like yeah i might want to maybe drop the knife out of this one for now and i can get away with it easy <laughs> enough but uh, so yeah so i'm going to do the photo shoots for the poster mm-hmm. and um, two or three different teaser trailers that i'll just release whenever not quite sure where or when but uh, it'll be fun. It, I have to say, teaser trailers that don't include footage from the actual film yep. really, they really draw me in. Um, and I wish I could remember what it was. Literally, it was it's, a, it's an old movie, probably from the 80s. Um, and only just a few weeks ago, I did see the teaser trailer for it for the first time. I've seen the movie, um, but I, saw, I watched the teaser trailer and it was completely different footage it was nothing from the film and i was really impressed with it nice it is because do you remember the terminator 2 one when no. it was the assembly line do you not remember that teaser trailer no i don't oh, you, need, that you need to just go go look for a t2 teaser trailer and it is <laughs> it's the it's probably quite expensive because stan winston was involved but it was the most basic teaser trailer I've seen, but my God, did that get people excited for Terminator 2. <laughs> so I won't ruin it because you've not seen it, but it's, it's, uh, I'll try and find it after this podcast, just in case you don't, but it's very good. So no, I'm a fan of teaser trailers that don't include footage. I'm not a fan of trailers that don't include, um, film footage because there's nothing worse. I think Rogue One's yeah. bad for that. If you watch the Rogue One trailer, you're like, where's that scene? Where's this scene? Why is that not in there? It's, yeah, because obviously they reshot it and stuff. 
I, th- I think that's the the problem with so many trailers nowadays. You see a trailer and you go, oh, this looks good, and you go watch the movie and said, oh, I could have made done with the trailer. Yeah. Well, the new Avengers one's out, isn't it? And everybody's going nuts about that. But I've not watched it because I will no. watch the film at some point. Anyway, mm-hmm. so everybody's uh, up in arms because one of the cast members isn't on the poster. It's like they've got the, all the names oh. on the top of the poster, like Downey Jr. And, and Don Cheadle and all that sort of stuff. And they've missed one person's name out, and I've forgotten what the person's <laughs> name is, so it's not one that I'm familiar with. But the internet's going berserk. Why is this person's name not on it? This is an outrage. The internet does love a good old outrage, doesn't it? It does. Jesus. I, at least it means it's moved on from the Captain Marvel outrage. Mm-hmm. How dare we have a film starring a woman in this day and age? What's the matter with Hollywood? I don't know. <laughs> so Twitter is is bonkers. So is Facebook. But you know that that's the thing. Um, it was um, Marvel catching up, really, wasn't it? Because yeah. um, DC had already done it. They had. Yeah, I mean, Marvel so. did it with uh, with Elektra. You think? Wait. Ah, yes. Good so movie, I like, did own it as well. So it's kind of like, that's what used to annoy me. It's like, oh, finally, I think it was with Wonder Woman. Uh, finally, a Wonder Woman, you know, a, yeah. a superhero who's a woman. Yay, uh, Elektra. Um, or Black Panther. Finally, a, a black superhero, uh, Blade. They just <laughs> forgot about them. It's like, they were there, you know. Let, let, let's just fly really back in time and uh, let's go with Supergirl. Exactly. Oh, I forgot about Steve. Now I'm guilty of that one. So <laughs> she's going to be at the Comic-Con in Birmingham. Oh, so that would be very cool to go meet Helen Slater. As much it as I'd would, love to meet Supergirl, I, was, I would. Legend of Billie Jean would be the one for me, which is my favorite Helen Slater movie. But it'd be uh, cool well, you see, Supergirl. Supergirl I, I love Supergirl the movie, so yeah. you know, I I did watch that you know several times. The same with Superman. Actually, I yeah. love the original Superman movies, and I love the Supergirl movie. So um, yeah, I'd be very happy to meet Helen be, Slater. It would be cool, wouldn't it? So I'm going to look at the dates, but I think, to be honest, I'm actually filming Mimi on that weekend. Oh, ooh. so I don't think I'll be able to go to the Birmingham one. Um, reason- no, you can't really say. Just carry on as normal, everybody. I'm just uh, nipping down to Birmingham. <laughs> I'm just off to meet Supergirl. Yeah, come on, come on, Mimi. We're off to film an extra scene where you meet Supergirl. <laughs> where, where you where you go to Comic Con? It would make no sense whatsoever, but it'd be kind of cool. Because I, I was trying to do it on another weekend in June, and I got every weekend in June declined, and the only one I'm off is the one that I'd booked for the Comic Con. So it was like, well, I either yeah. film it on the Comic-Con weekend or I wait till August because uh, Mimi and her family are off on holiday in July. I thought, mm. I can't really do that. This thing's been delayed a couple of times. Anyway, so so that there will be another Comic-Con for me. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to go to Destination Star Trek, to be honest. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those things that I've always seen. I've talked about going, but I've never actually managed to do it. I may look into it. I don't even know. I know it's this year, but I don't know what date it is. So maybe, you know, because we haven't done any yet. Mm. No Comic Cons. We're nearly, nearly a quarter of the way through the year, and we crazy. Haven't, we haven't attended anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're too busy being uh, ill. Yes, let's change that. Yeah, exactly. Let's definitely change that. I'm trying to find what else I've been up to as well. Uh, I've covered monkey viruses and teaser trailers, so that's all mine. What did you think mm. about the passing of Jan Michael Vincent? He of Airwolf fame. That was a shame. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the obviously the, the only thing that I remember him in was Airwolf. I did watch Airwolf. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 
sad. It's always sad when kind of we lose anybody, but you know, obviously people you've grown up watching on kind of TV or, or movie stars, there's always kind of, you feel there's that extra connection there because you kind of grown up with them. They've been a part of your life in a way, even though they've never met you. Exactly. So, so uh, Bob's in. Let's try and add Bob. Ooh. Add to call. There you go. Hopefully. There he is. Hello, Bob. Are you there? Mork calling Bob. Bob calling Mork. Orson. Come Hello in, Orson. There. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so you Mark haven't... calling Orson. You haven't missed too much, Bob, because we started at 8 o'clock. Um, because Rob wanted to start at 8 o'clock, and I, I was fine with that. We've just you covered the fact... We started at 8. I did send you a text message, but I'm guessing yet again you didn't check your phone. <laughs> Because you were busy, busy. You sent me a text message earlier, and I said, normal time, and you said, yeah. Oh, and then I sent you another one afterwards, <laughs> saying 8 p.m., question mark. Say, saying that, um, to be honest, uh, Bob, normal time for me and Stuart for the last few weeks has been 8 o'clock. You're just oh, behind. Oh, you're not here. <laughs> all, we've, all we've covered, Bob, is, is we've, talked about, we've talked about the passage. What are you um, drinking tonight, Bob? Um, well, I've got mine to water, got yep. my coffee, and I've got my cough medicine, also known as Jägermeister. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're still feeling a bit ropey? I've started again with the uh, the dreaded uh, monkey virus. It's never ending, is it? Do, oh, just, no. What you got to do is just lie on your bed, flip your head back, and then nearly break your neck. That's what's working for me, actually. It's slowly getting rid of the monkey virus. <laughs> so, true story. <laughs> yeah, so we've, uh, to, to bring you up to speed, Bob, we've pretty much just covered the Mimi stuff, which you already know about. Uh, yes. We have covered the, uh, the passage, which... You've not been watching anyway, so you've not really missed it too much on that, other than do watch the TV show, because it's very, very good. And we were just about to start talking about the passing of John Michael Vincent, which uh, Rob only yeah, knows from Airwolf, but I know him from Hooper with, uh, with Burt exactly. Reynolds as well. To be honest, I thought John Michael Vincent had died a few years ago, because I knew that he'd had loads of problems with alcoholism and drug abuse. He had part of his leg, I think, amputated and stuff like that, so he's not had a fun old life. Um, mm. But yeah, he actually died in February. They only just broke the story last week. Yeah, they kept it quiet for a couple of weeks, didn't they? So I don't know what was more sad, the fact that he died or the fact that it took a month for the news to come out. So that's, it's unusual. Yeah. So, But it was a shame. So, and then we lost Luke Perry um, recently as well, which that was a shock. He had a, a stroke and then they induced him into a coma and then he just didn't come out of it. So Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So what have you been up to, Bob, other than Jägermeisters, monkey viruses, and and, uh, and whatnot? What have you been up to? Just the usual things, working, um, time with my daughter, uh, been overseeing uh, my brother, uh, shopping for my mum and dad and what have you. Uh, basically just standard, you know, same old, same old. It's real life <laughs> stuff. Yes. So I managed to book off the next four days from work, which gives me four days off at either side, which is 12 days. So nice. that's my rest and recuperation. A period of rest. It definitely needs to be. Bob, have you watched anything since we last podcast? What have you watched? Um, just a couple of films that I've not done any new ones. It's we don't care. You've watched something. Te yeah. stop, stop teasing us. What have you watched? Uh, I decided to have another watch of um, Split Second, since I got the Blu-ray version. Okay. Um, so that was quite good. Um, I recently, as in just delivered this evening, um, I've got Paddington and Paddington 2 on Blu-ray. 
Oh, Ooh. both good films. First one's better than the second one, in my honest opinion. No. Well, this is it. The, the whole thing started when, um, at work, we were going on about um, meaningful stares. <laughs> yeah. And the boss basically said, oh, it, it's like, I forget what the character's name is, played by, played by uh, Brendan Gleeson, I think, in the second one. Yeah. Chef. Yep. And he basically said, oh, it's like that. I said, I've not watched either of them. Oh. So he said, oh, you've got to watch this clip. So he showed me a clip and I thought, I actually, yeah, I've been avoiding Paddington. I yep. thought, I actually like that. So I'm going to take the plunge and buy it. So I've got those to watch. Have, have, Rob, <laughs> have you seen Paddington movies? I've seen the first one. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, I have watched probably the first 20 minutes of the second one. And then for some reason, family movie had to be switched off, maybe a bedtime or something like that. So oh. I haven't watched it all yet. But the first 20 minutes, um, we, we were going well. And I was enjoying that one as well. Yeah, they're really good. It's I had no real interest in watching Paddington. It's not my type of film, but I've seen them both, and they're both really, really good. They they make you feel all happy, and you know, kind of like films that we watch when we. It, it's one of those things again, though. It's a film version of a TV series that you used to watch as a kid. You know, so it's yeah. a case of you think, is this going to live up to what I remember? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that they've got the voice acting really good. I mean, originally. It's all it's Originally, it was Colin Firth, um, but it's not. It's Ben Wishaw that does the voice now. Yes. So he's, it's a good substitute. He does it well. Um, but yeah, that's good. I look forward to finding out what you think of him. Well, this is it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that myself. I just I had to mention that one because, like I said, I've literally picked it up about 10 minutes ago from behind the door. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Dyer, what have you watched? Right. Well,. Um... I uh, I actually made a purchase, which is uh, quite unheard of. Usually I'm watching the, the, everything uh, on streaming. Um, but I did buy the Blu-ray of Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh, good choice. Um, mainly because it wasn't on any free services. And um, if I wanted to actually purchase it on Amazon, it was pretty much the same as buying the Blu-ray. So <laughs> I, I opted for the Blu-ray. Good choice. <laughs> with all the lovely extras that it comes with. And uh, I was really impressed. I really, I, I probably sat and watched the, um, the kind of menu screen for about five or six minutes as um, a almost um, kind of bobblehead version of Robin Williams dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire kind of um, rocked out and um, moved around the screen. I introduced my daughter to Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time, which was amazing. Yeah, what did she think, Rob? She loved it. She was laughing. Um, you know, she kept giving me kind of looks like, oh my, you know, it was it was just kind of lots of family fun, really. You know, uh, yeah, th those are kind of moments you really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was lovely going back to a movie that I've kind of felt so, uh, you know, fond, uh, well, have fond memories of and kind of yeah. introducing her and seeing her enjoying it just as much as I did. It's one of those things, though, I was going to say, basically, with, um, you know, as good as DVDs are, there's so many more extras seem to be put on the Blu-ray editions of things. Yeah, yeah. So. Totally agree with you, and it is definitely something I'm going to be revisiting and actually looking at what kind of special features are on there. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, that was that was the first Hopefully thing. Anyway, uh, outtakes would be nice. Um, I think there are. Um, I, I quickly went into the special features, and there was um, some kind of outtakes um, or some d- at least deleted scenes. Um, so it's definitely something I'm going to go back and, uh, like I say, check out, and uh, I'll report back. Good. Excellent. Look forward to it. Good. Good. Um, other than that. I watched um, a movie called Patrick. I don't know if anybody's heard of or seen the movie. Uh, Basically, um, it's uh, a young woman. She, um, her her kind of life is going a bit to pot. She just breaks up with uh, kind of uh, the guy she's moved in with. Um, She um, has a grandma or aunt can't remember which i think it's a grandmother um who passes away um the grandmother had money and had this beloved dog patrick uh who she used to kind of feed uh kind of lovely gourmet food and and, and that kind <laughs> of stuff so so as they're, they're there at the wake and they're, they're talking about um kind of who gets what um she gets given um her grandmother's prized possession and she thinks oh lovely that that really expensive brooch nope you get patrick the dog um so um, patrick moves in um patrick doesn't like cats and she has slippers that look very fluffy and like a cat so obviously the slippers bite the dust um it's just one of those lovely feel-good movies um you know where patrick in the end helps her kind of find love and um kind of get on top in life and she actually really starts to appreciate patrick um it's a a family movie um so kind of again we sat down and watched it um as a family um while saying that the first time was just me and my daughter um but then um nicole said she wouldn't mind watching it um addy piped up with let's watch it again i think we watched it twice in two days so um that's how good it was (laughs) nice and just Spoiler, dog doesn't die at the end, does it? No. But it's got some great names in there as well. You've got kind of Jennifer Saunders, she's in there. Um, Emily uh, Attack, Peter Davidson, uh, if you're a Doctor Who fan, he's in there. Um, you know, so, so there's some um, kind of good names. Bernard Cribbins, um, he's in there as well. Um, I always like Bernard Cribbins, um, yes. wherever he pops up. So, you know... It, some good names in the movie and yeah it's just one of those again family movie that's uh, got a really good kind of feel good vibe to it um i also watched um woody woodpecker the 2018 kind of movie um what these kind of things always um kind of there's warning lights for me it wasn't a movie i chose it was a movie my daughter chose and um with the movie you you know it's always going to be kind of a CGI remake, and I remember the original cartoons, and I like the cartoon feel. I'm not so much a fan of the CGI remakes. But actually, it was an okay movie. You know, I wouldn't watch it a second time, but, you know, for, for viewing once with your family, it's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and finally, um, something I've been looking forward to watching for, for months, um, and it finally came on to... Um, I think it was now TV. Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and I, 
for me, and I'm sure this is just my view, I'm sure people will pick um, at, at various uh, movies in Jurassic kind of Park and Jurassic World saga, but I don't think Jurassic World, Jurassic Park can do any wrong. I love every movie that comes out. Yeah, I, I haven't seen... I've seen all the Jurassic Park World movies. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been one that I've hated. Yeah. Uh, I could rank them, but that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that any of them are bad. Mm-hmm. But I think with Fallen Kingdom, I enjoyed it, but it did seem like two separate films. And I preferred the stuff when they were on the island. Yeah. Um, as to the as to when it turned into Home Alone mm-hmm. in the second half. But it was still good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and, you know... If if we could get more of kind of back on the island, uh, then yeah, I'd definitely like that. Um, I have to admit, I felt really sorry for um, where's when the boat was leaving and obviously the oh. volcano's going off, and that that poor dinosaur. You know, oh. I was just like, how can they do this to me? This is like kind of you know shooting old Yeller or something like that. You know, don't do it. It was. It was heartbreaking because they're pulling away on the jetty and this dinosaur, and you're like, oh, you know, if it's a if it's a raptor, you go, I don't care because you're vicious and you're trying to kill me. But it wasn't one of those I'm going to kill you dinosaurs, was it? No, it wasn't. It was um, it was, was Littlefoot's brontosaurus, Littlefoot's grand, yeah, grandfather. You know, it was it was awful. <laughs> um, it was heartbreaking. You know, I, I I was I was looking for a way out for it. I was thinking, well, can you swim? You know, jump maybe, but no, you you. Put probably too heavy for that you know well can we get a submarine pop up in you know help you on board or you know there's got to be something we can we can do that anybody out there can edit a movie for me just please go and change that just take that scene out i don't need to see it it's heartbreaking i was mad at the main characters for leaving the island because yeah. they didn't take that dinosaur with well exactly you should have done something you should have turned that boat around yeah exactly there could have been a way yeah. You know, they will find a way to sort of paraphrase, you know, Richard Attenborough in the first one, or Jeff Goldblum, I think it was, wasn't it? But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was. It was quite grim. So, uh, so yeah, that was me. Um, other, other than uh, those, then obviously the usual TV stuff, except for the passage. For some reason, I seem to have missed it. So obviously the Orville um, and and that kind of stuff. But um, I will be catching up on the passage hopefully tonight after this podcast. It's very good. I enjoyed it. I will miss that show, but I'm looking forward to when it comes back. And it will be back, damn it, because it was good. <laughs> well, I um, I watched a film that you recommended to me, Rob. So I think it was the last time Ooh. we spoke. And it was Isn't It Romantic? Ah, what did you think? I really, really liked it. I thought it was really funny. I think Rebel Wilson, which I'd mentioned last time, she makes me laugh anyway. Yeah. I think she's very funny. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I had no idea what the film was about because you didn't. No tell me too much which was good so it's um it's basically how does she end up going into this other world she bang her head on yeah something. she's she's getting mugged um someone's trying to take her handbag and i'm um, sorry yes. i feel sorry for that guy because you know you ain't gonna win that battle and um <laughs> no, she no. Uh, unfortunately runs herself into uh, a metal post Runs into a metal post, wakes up, and she's kind of in the world where <laughs> that rom coms live in. Yeah, and she's not a rom com fan. She's very sort of um, very negative when it comes to romance. But it's I really liked it. I thought she was very funny in it. There was there was a few little sweary things in it, so that was good because she's she's funniest when she's unleashed. <laughs> I think is Rebel Wilson, 
Uh, and it was, yeah, it was good. So that was a, a nice recommendation by Rob. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. I also watched Bohemian Rhapsody on DVD. Is it as good as they say it is? Uh, yes, it is. It's a very, very good film. So I would definitely check out Bohemian Rhapsody. We watched it through the cinema surround nice. loud. Ooh. And that's a very, very good way to watch it. Uh, I think Rami Malek, the first few times you see him, you go, oh, look at the teeth. Oh, God. And then you kind of forget that. And then you just see Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's definitely it's a good film. It ends with the Live Aid gig, which as a filming thing is spectacular. Because yeah. you know that that's not historical footage. <coughs> They've actually shot Live Aid. You think, that's pretty impressive. So that was very, very good. And the other thing that I watched was it was the first half of a four-hour documentary called Leaving Neverland, the, or as I like to call it, the documentary that nearly blew up Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Watching Twitter on that evening was very interesting. Uh, more interesting than the documentary, to be honest. <laughs> but it was, yeah, the Twitter was very volatile. Uh, Leaving Never- Neverland is... Um, it's a, I'm not even going to say it's an expose of Michael Jackson because it's really not. It's two people who, funnily enough, previously went to Michael Jackson's defense and said he never touched us, honest, mm-hmm. and they were fine with it. But now they've come out and they're like, well, actually, all this stuff happened and he did this and he did that. There is no detail left undescribed on this one. Do not watch this week, kids. They do say everything you know what he did when he did it where he did it what he touched what he looked at all that sort of stuff but it's it's effectively these two people sitting there going he did this he did that he did this he did that so it's not an expose it's just two people saying what happened yeah um we're never going to know whether it did or not because michael jackson's Mm -hmm. dead and you know it's, it's it's done but twitter was pretty much half of the twitter was leave Michael alone, he is Jesus, yep. you know, the sort. They're like, how dare you? He could never do anything wrong. He was Michael Jackson. And then the other half was, I knew it, I knew he was a nonce. Burn him, kill him, dig him up, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you got maybe 2 or 3% of people chucking in what they deemed to be funny abuse jokes, which is like, Ooh. yeah, you've you got to struggle to come out with an abuse joke that's funny. It's not a good subject to do, so I pretty yep. much told somebody off for doing that and he went yeah but it's a joke i'm like it's not a funny one all jokes are funny i'm like not yours um <laughs> but yeah we've got the second half of it to watch yeah and i'm just hoping it moves beyond these two people um did either of you guys watch it? i'm guessing bob you'll probably have heard about it when you went to work um <clears throat> this is it it's a case of one of the guys at work well several of the guys at work have watched both of them and yeah like you say, basically I've been told a lot about it. I've not watched it myself yet. Um, yeah. But it again, at work, you had the two camps. You know, One of them was a case of, oh my God, I can't believe he did all that. That was awful, blah, blah, blah. The other camp is a case of, it's all lies, he's the God. Yeah, I mean, if he did all that, then it is awful. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's... I was trying to explain it to Annette because she, she's convinced that Michael Jackson did what he did. I don't know because I didn't know the guy and this, that and the other. However, I don't think that he did as much as everybody said he did because they were just milking him for money and all, you know, all that. I'm very sort of neutral. Until I know, you know, I don't know. Like all stories, and, uh, she, the truth will be somewhere in between the two ends. 
Yeah, exactly. Which one it's closer to is, you know, subject to discussion. And it did provoke discussion. That was one of the tweets I put out saying, if this documentary has done anything good, it's that it's provoked people having conversations about it, like we're doing now. Um, But Annette was sitting watching it. She's like, I knew it, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And I said to Annette, I said, anybody who watches it, if they think Michael Jackson did it, then they won't change their mind. And if they didn't think that he did it, it won't change their mind either. So it's not going to sway you into another camp. Um, But it was... Yeah, so I don't know whether you do need to watch it, Bob. <laughs> I think if you know the basics of it anyway, I think you're good. Yeah. You can go, do you know what? I just I could spend four hours wa- I would recommend that you spend four hours watching the Paddington movies. Yes. <laughs> than leaving Neverland. Yeah. Because you're not really gonna learn anything new from leaving Neverland other than yeah. uh so they're interviewing the two people, the two guys who are now was like grown up and stuff. And yeah. then they're also interviewing their mums. And the mums are sat there, they're like big smiles on their faces, tell, talking about how wonderful Michael is, this, that, and the other. Yep. And it's like, I'm not being funny, but if that was like you guys uh, 25 years from now and you find out you know, that you were the parent of somebody who, who'd suffered under somebody like that, you wouldn't be sitting reminiscing. <laughs> you would be like, yeah, I remember this. However, if I could get away with that, I'd go back and kill him. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be ang- yeah. you would be you would be angry. But these parents, and that's the weirdest thing. And Twitter picked up on it very very quickly, going, "Why are the parents smiling? Yes, what's the the one woman had kept the keepsakes that Michael had given her years ago, like little rings and bits of jewelry. They'd be in the bin. You got to want anything to do with that guy ever again? Throwing it in the bin, not interested. But they were sat there with big smiles on their faces, and it was very, very creepy. Wasn't so talking of smiles though? I did see, um, I think one of the news articles about it because obviously it's hit the news everywhere, not just on social media. Um, <laughs> yeah. But did, yeah. wasn't there a question that was asked of um, the 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 two guys? And apparently, they a Twitter like kind of the Michael Camp picked up on it with them kind of looking at each other smiling or something before they answered or there's been, oh, I think there's been a few instances of that it was um, I mean w- one of the questions that one of the mothers got asked or rather she made the comment going yeah when he died in 2009 Michael I was I was dancing and I was so happy and this that and you go that's the reaction that you should have been looking for but her son didn't remember he'd been abused until 2013 so it's like, oh. okay, why were you why were you dancing and happy like you know four years before that, and why have you kept his keepsakes? And yeah. Can I can I just add why you've got a hundred million dollar lawsuit going against the Jackson estate at this moment in time? <laughs> you know, call me uh, jaded, but it did it provoked a lot of discussion. So it was, um, yeah, it was an interesting documentary, but unless the second part deviates and, and it's, there are other people included in it, then I don't really feel the need to, uh, to go back and, yeah. and watch that for two hours. So, um, <laughs> so here's a question for you both. Cause we're, we're, we're all guilty of this is how the hell do we deal with the amount of films that we've got to watch? <laughs> Have you got any tips for me? How, how do we deal, we deal with what, fi- with all the films? We, we just start one at a time. That's how we deal with it. <laughs> oh, straight to the point. <laughs> how do you decide? How do you decide what film is next? Yeah, how do you prioritize? Well, exactly. I, I think for me, um, and obviously 
um, it's going to be different for the the new Stuart. Is um, it depends that if I'm uh, on my own and I've got some time to watch something on my own, or if I'm with my family. In which case, that that usually means that I don't get much of a say. Um, but I do try and steer towards certain family films over others. Yeah. How about you, Bob? I tend to go with mine. Um, you know, I'll agree with Rob. It's a case of you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with but a single step. Um, <laughs> but it's basically a case of for me. I tend to when I sit, you know, when I kind of get the time and it's a case of, right, I want to watch something. Um, yeah. I tend to be in a given mood, and I've got to be honest. I've sort of sorted my to watch list into genres. So it's basically okay. a case of, I want an action film, I'll go to this pile. I want a comedy, I'll go to this pile. Yeah, basically do it that way. I think one of the things I've got as well is when, um, when I kind of look at films, there are many I want to watch, but I usually don't have access to them because there's only so many that Netflix has or now TV yeah. or something like that. And unfortunately, I don't have a big... DVD or Blu-ray collection. Um, it's something that kind of after VHS faded out and um, I, I looked at my kind of stash of thousands of VHS that w- would require a skip to remove. I, I, I just kind of, um, unless it was Star Trek, kind of avoided buying most things and thought, well, if I can watch it, you know, another way, then uh, I'll do that. And I much prefer kind of now that, you know, ease of picking up the remote and, and going to Netflix yeah. and seeing what they've got on offer. Um, obviously, um, there are exceptions. Um, usually, it's uh, related to Star Trek or you know the uh, occasional um, amazing film like Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, but so yeah, for me, or anything uh, to do with Power Rangers. Well, of course, <laughs> let's not forget Power Rangers. Um, we you know, try and and thank. Thank you, Netflix, for for all the Power Ranger goodness that you give us. Um, you know, a, a lot of my watching is dictated by what's available on these streaming services. Yeah, so have you never had a big DVD collection then, Rob? No, not really. Um, obviously, um, Star Trek is um, kind of well. Well, actually, sci-fi in general, you know, I own kind of, for, for me, some of the classics, uh, sci-fi fantasy stuff. So I've got kind of, um, you know, things like Farscape. I've got all of those. I've got um, um, the Star Treks. I've got um, some of the Star Wars. I've got Buffy the Vampire Stargate. Slayer, Angel, Stargate, um, SG-1, Atlantis. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of the kind of the, the classic sci-fi series and fantasy series, um, I own those. But um, but again, it's a lot of TV. I've got um, a lot of the, the, the British um, comedies as well, which we spoke about in the past. So I've got kind of Only Fools, um, Dad's Army, um, those collections, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to movies, no, not a huge collection at all. Interesting. It's the bonus of uh, I... living near to, to Stuart, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> what is what being able to come in and, in and say uh stuart i just uh, noticed up on your shelf over there that that, that one there uh, any <laughs> chance i can uh take that home for a night <laughs> oh i'm guilty of doing that to bob quite often it was a case of <laughs> hi bob here's some more films for you oh yeah <laughs> mind you we have had some then, pretty epic shopping trips as well 
we have the £800 in a single HMV spree. Wow. Yeah, I think that was you, wasn't it, Bob? I cannot tell a lie, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I, the biggest one I did, I think, was 600 Yeah. And then Bob went in and yeah, we had Yeah, I'd literally just got baskets. into DVDs. <laughs> we needed a shopping Amazing. trolley, really, didn't we? <laughs> This was obviously before the um, the five p bag charge as well as you you would have been spending some serious money on bags. Would you like bags with those three hundred DVDs? Well, yes, of course, please. It's also, oh god, yeah. it was also before being married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was also before a lot of the time having common sense because it's like we spent a lot of money on DVDs then. A lot. I'm not as bad now. I mean, how are you, Bob? Are you? I mean, you've calmed down a lot buying DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, haven't you? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, but there's still, um, you know, as you're going through, like, say, when we're doing the film watching for some of the, um, you know, the podcasts, and it's a case of, you know, what's your top five of this or your top 37 of these? Um, you start looking through your collection and you find ones. I mean, some of the ones that I've, I've basically replaced blue with Blu-rays, because mm-hmm. at the time, I had like the old Region 1 ones, yeah. which, of course, at the moment, my DVD player isn't a Region 1, so mm-hmm. it's just, damn. Yeah. yeah, mine neither. I've got a box full of Region 1 DVD and a lot of collector's editions. Yes. And I can't play them. That's terrible. So it's, uh, you know, TV shows. I think I've got three seasons of Miami Vice. Can't play them because <laughs> yeah. they're Region well, this 1. Is it. It's, it pains me. Yeah, I mean, we used to used to be a case of going down to the um, you know the film and comic cons and what have you, and dealers there with, as you say, you know, special edition imports and region one. And at the time, we had DVD players that you could you know code to play region yep. one, and it's just great. You know, I'll get that. It's got extras. Yeah, they were amazing. Was it DVD Emporium? I think they were called. Yes, and we would we would go down and we would just. I remember one Comic Con we went down and we just went DVD shopping. We went all the way to Birmingham yeah. just to buy DVDs, and we <laughs> didn't even go meet any celebrities. Oh. We came I think there back. was about three different stalls with you know, major big stalls with DVDs, wasn't there? And we just we must have spent an hour virtually at each. Oh, it was fantastic days! Literally just going through the boxes of what they had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember I bought. And it was, a, I think it was 150 quid. Well, no, it might have been about 50, 60 quid. The Scarface uh, gift yes. set, which I bought, which then got crushed because it recently in a cupboard. So the box is knackered, but I've still got a DVD. Oh. But yeah, all, these co- all these collector's editions, the Criterion. Yes. You know, Criterion Robocop and all that sort <laughs> of stuff. Gr- great times. Yeah. You see, I miss um, the, um, when kind of, I first moved in uh, with Nicole. We were renting a house in Stoke, and it was literally a um, probably a three-minute walk away from Blockbuster at the time, um, in the good old days. And we hadn't got a lot of money at the time, and so we would literally, even though we had a, a full house, we would turn the heating off in all the rooms and just leave the heating on in our bedroom. So <laughs> we'd come in from work, and we'd go and watch DVDs, um, in the bedroom and so um, every week we kind of stop off at Blockbuster and we go through you know like kind of the ex-rentals what were you know yes. we, they were selling off for like kind of one pound two pounds or 50p or yeah, yeah. And, and we come back with like kind of four or five um, DVDs to, to, to watch for the week 
Um, and that was that was amazing. And yeah, like you say, you, you, you could go and you could like you come out with all these DVDs and you spent four pounds or. Well, this is it. It's a case of you could go in or you can rent a DVD for a couple of nights for like two, three quid. Or like you say, you go to the X rentals and it's a case of, yeah, I can actually own these and I can get four of them for the same price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and they did constantly change. It wasn't like you can walk into a shop now and they've got like kind of the bargain section. You see the same old thing week after week. Yep. But uh, 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 Blockbuster these things change, you know, you go in a few days later and it was completely different. So you, you always felt like you got loads of choice and, uh, yeah, we, you know, the, and, and it was, it wasn't even necessarily old stuff. I remember, um, do you ever remember? Well, you you're not into the horror, are you, or, or that kind of stuff, Bob? But um, I know a bit about rem- it. But I, I wasn't remember the movie Gothica? Yes. I, re- I remember when Gothica came out. I'd seen the trailer; it looked really good, and uh, we both wanted to see Gothica. And um, I think it, it took, um, you know, a couple of months in after it had been released. There it was in this bargain bin at Blockbuster, and we paid like two pound fifty for, for for Gothica, and we were over the moon. Well, this is it. I remember kind of a, a lot of it was kind of rotation of stock, and I mean, I know Stuart used to run the video shop kind of thing, but. Mm-hmm. This would be after the fact because we're on about DVDs kind of thing. But it, it, with Blockbuster, it used to be a case of, as you say, a given store would have, say, 10 or 20 copies of a given film. Mm. And, you know, 10 months down the line, it's a case of, okay, yeah, we're only renting about two a week, so let's cut our stock down to four and yeah. you know, put the others in the bargain bin. For the <laughs> next podcast, are we going to do our top geek moments? I, I hope so, because so, I've got them written down, ready to go. Oh, wow. He's organized now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, oh, by the way, a news update as well. It may be my Skype, because at the top it came up with a little box saying poor connection. There we yeah, go. Not that. <laughs> so it could be mine. So I don't it know could, why. It could uh, be mine. <laughs> I've moved to PC slightly, but I'm still like. It's in exactly the same place as it was before. It's just at a different angle. So maybe I'll have to move it back for future. Can you, like, kind of possibly get a bit of tinfoil or something and kind of connect it, I don't know, somehow? I will for Sunday. Yeah. I would move it around while we're podcasting, but that may not be a good idea. (laughs) True, true. So, um... Can I, um cutting and mention yep. something for it because i don't want to forget it before the podcast ends um yes for anybody local to uh, north wales so uh, that makes me um <laughs> the uh um tape community arts center who have been involved in sci-fi wales over the years a few times um doing uh, some things like the first year they were there doing the green screen and um they've uh been um there supporting kind of people who uh, use their services um such as the two kill comic guys um mm-hmm. they are running a film festival called creative sparks film festival it's uh, happening um from next monday the 18th to the 22nd of march and um one of the big things for me and for for kind of comic fans is they've got the uk premiere of a a movie called 24 hour comic 
well, it's I say movie, it's a documentary. Um, and uh, it's a documentary literally about eight artists that take part in a 24-hour comic challenge in which they look to complete a 24-page comic in 24 hours. Um, okay. And the... Um, the film director is going to be at the festival and he's going to be doing a Q&A. Um, so uh, that sounds interesting. Um, they've also got, obviously, lots of other things going on. So um, they've got um, a uh, showing of Anorak, which is um, for Radio 1 DJ, uh, Hugh Stevens' musical road trip. Um, they've got uh, Adaptation, Nicholas Cage and Meryl Streep. Um They've got um, a comedy about British writers called British Writers. Uh, and okay. they've also wow. got Kinky Boots. Um, oh, excellent. Hey, I've not, so, I haven't seen that. Is it any good? Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah I, I can recommend that, actually, yeah. Hmm. I, forget um, who I, I haven't seen it. I went to see it when it came out. I went to the cinema to see that. I forget who I went with. But it was basically a case of, they want, you know, kind of the person I went with wanted to see it, and I thought it's a comedy. I'll give it a go, and really enjoyed it. So, pitch Kinky Boots. What's it about? Because people are going to think it's some sort of adult <laughs> movie that they don't, they've not heard about. Um, from what I remember, because it is a while since I watched it, it's basically about designing. It's a footwear company, and if I yeah. remember rightly, they're going out of business. You know, it's basically an old family-run business. And it's basically going downhill and, you know, it's looking like they're going to end up having to sell it all. And, of course, you know, the local kind of factory will then be out of uh, business, blah, blah, blah. You know, people laid off. And they get a, a they end up getting a rather flamboyant person involved in the designing. And uh, it goes from there and it basically takes off in a big way. So, yeah. They, so it like I say, the flamboyant person is quite... Well, extremely flamboyant. <laughs> Does it sort of fit in with the sort of film like The Full Monty, Brassed Off, Def- um, yeah, that, t- that, that Calendar kind of Girls, that type yeah. of thing? Yeah. If you like cool. those, you'll like Kinky Boots. I do. I, I definitely I do like Kinky Boots. <laughs> yes. And I'll let you know what I think of the film when I watch the film as well. <laughs> well, like, so, yeah, yeah, uh, after you all that. That I thought you were going to put high heels on, you know. <laughs> no, well, that's um, no. It's Ke- Kelly Costigan is one of the one of my wonderful many Twitter followers, and she was in it. Ah. And I retweeted her interview that I'd done an email one today, and, I'm, and then I saw the mention of it on her profile. I'm like, damn, I need to pick that film up again. Definitely, <laughs> that's what it is. Has my signal improved, or is it still shit? Well, I think it's up got until when you said improved, and it kind of glitched <laughs> slightly. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Because I had a. And Bob, you might know because you're a techie geek, as as all three of us should be. But you're more techie. I did have my uh, printer on top of the base unit, so I'm guessing there might be something uh, absolutely it, that would interfere. Yeah. Is your printer right, powered? That's well, probably. Um, well, it's plugged in, but it wasn't switched on. You're but still it was, potentially it was, getting power to the uh, you know kind of the PSU in it. Yeah. So yeah, that would definitely interfere. Right. Well, that's probably what it was. So I just chucked that out. Once we started talking about kinky boots, I'd remove. I was in the process of yeah. lifting the printer. You are definitely coming through a damn sight better. Right. Well, it's the printer then. There we go. So that's all right. But uh, so let's start at the beginning. So how are you, Bob? <laughs> how are you, Rob? No, I'm just kidding. God, we've done that before yes. now. Oh. Jesus, oh, the days, days of the terrible internet. Yep. That was Northampton. Not fun at all. It was indeed. 
grim. I mean, you thought we had technical issues on this one, Rob. You try uh, 19 or 20 different, I'll call you right back and we'll restart <laughs> again in an hour and a half show. And I'm not Ooh. even exaggerating it. it. It did get to 19 or 20 on several occasions. We've had several occasions so. where it's literally, we've managed to record five minutes, then had to drop yeah. and reconnect, do another five minutes, drop and reconnect. <laughs> Admiral. Is that way you just it. say, look, I give up, let's call each other on the mobile? Well, no, no, that's no, normally no. when uh, I t- took a drive down to Northampton and we recorded live. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was easier. I'm going, do you know what? I'll be down there in two hours. We'll just have a chat and just record it. It was, it was actually easier, but it was worse when I had guests on because you feel really, but you feel so unprofessional when you're like, so famous person. Uh, oh, Call you back. Back in a minute. Right, sorry about that. Oh, gone again. Oh, fab. Honk's sake. There was a lot of that going on. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, not fun times. So um, I'm trying to think what else there is. There's I don't know what's been going on. I've just, oh, I was listening to um, a podcast called The Conspiracy Otter. If you want to listen to that one at some point, it tells you that Donald Trump is a time traveler. It's a very, very interesting podcast, I'll say. <laughs> Definitely. It's Anthony Alex that's uh, one of the hosts on that and Vlad's Hammer, who's the other one. And it, by the, the beginning of it, you're like, this is this is nuts. Tom, Donald Trump is not a time traveller. By the end of it, you go, do you know what? These guys may have a point. I need to look into that. It's the weirdest, most interesting. And it's a factual, you know, it's a yeah. factual podcast. It's not a comedy one. But it's the weirdest one ever. So, yeah, check out Conspiracy Otter. Or just Google time travelling Trump. And I'd rather I'd rather Google <laughs> time traveling otter. That would do. Uh, yeah, put, uh, put conspiracy otter in. Th- there are it's, times it's where I'm sure people think Trumps can uh, can travel through time, but I'm not sure <laughs> that they're necessarily uh, directed at Donald when they're talking about it. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, they're similar, aren't they? They're both full of shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's interesting. So I've I've listened to that. I've been listening to the, the Golan Globus podcast which talks about canon films and they've invited me on which I think I've mentioned before um, they mentioned me, uh, messaged me this week and they may be getting me on a Superman 4 A Quest for Peace podcast <laughs> so yeah, I think at one point it was going to be Death Wish 4 which yes. I'd kind of selected but I think they're lining me up for the Superman 4 one so that should be fun because that is not the best of the Superman movies by a long <laughs> shot well, I've got to ask you, Many. with you mentioning Death Wish, yeah. what was your thought? Uh, I mean, I've not watched it, but what was your thought on the Death Wish remake? Uh, well, it is on Netflix, yeah. so Rob, you can watch that at some point. Okay. It's good. Um, I was so hesitant, because it's like, you can't remake a Charles Bronson film, because there is no Charles Bronson anymore. So just leave Death Wish alone. Well, listen, it is a bit but, of an iconic film. You know, it's one of those ones that kind of the 70s is known for death wish yeah but it, it's good uh, there's a few uh i'm trying to think where you would think yeah this is going to cause a problem to the plot it doesn't yeah and i'm not going to give in give away the specifics but it's a case of yeah this is so far off the de- oh no actually it's very similar to the death wish oh that's going to mess things oh no it doesn't it's <laughs> it's very well put together it's not going to yeah. overshadow the charles bronson one by any means, but it's definitely worth watching. It's kind of like um, the Equalizer, yeah, the first one, 
when you hear they're going to do it, let's take Denzel out of the equation for now, but when you hear that they're going to remake the Equalizer, and you go, well, that's not going to happen because Edward Woodward isn't around anymore. Yeah. That's, this film's going to be terrible. But then you watch the film and you go, actually, that kind of works. But, you know, Bruce Willis is not Denzel Washington, that's for sure. Yeah. It's worth watching. Check it out. Yeah, it's just someone basically mentioned it to me and said, oh, I watched it really good. And I thought, I'm mm. dubious about that because, uh, again, I know I've mentioned it before, but like you say, you're, you always kind of think that the original is the definitive one and no one can come close and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so, which has been proven in several instances. You know, I, yeah. I quote things like the Italian job, um, get Carter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll leave that films. at that. <laughs> the only thing that the new Death Wish was missing was the gritty New York, which this you know because that New York isn't yeah. around anymore. It's not. You you could happily walk out in New York at two o'clock in the morning. You'd you'd feel safe. But if you watch a seventies New York film, you're genuinely scared for everybody that's in it because there's muggers on every corner and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's so that's what Time I missed Square about back this in those new days one. Was you know, pretty much renowned for, you know, hookers and everything, wasn't it? Yeah. Whereas now, you know, I've it's having been to Times Square yeah. at three in the morning, because I think it was the night of the Super Bowl we went out and it wasn't, there was no screen showing the Super Bowl then, so I don't yeah. know what happened there, but it was packed, but you felt so safe. Other than that, I think the new Death Wish is very good. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, uh, it's worth checking out. So what's everybody got planned for their, their coming week and when do we want to podcast again after i fix my um connection which hopefully is fixed pretty much <laughs> you're a damn sight better you still got a couple yeah. of bits for you glitching but it, it's nothing like it was earlier well it could be because my monitor is in front of my base unit so maybe that's possibly i think the monitor might be causing a bit of interference but not as bad as it was with the printer stuck on yeah it, so I'll fix that like say, the next time we record. No, we're doing, it's too long. I haven't got a cable long enough to go from the living room up to the up to the upstairs bedroom. Well, especially uh, the, 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 the routers on the uh, was it at the windowsill, isn't it? The, yes, exactly. But, but they do them. Don't worry about it. This I'm on um, the uh, the the second floor here, as as Stuart well yeah. knows, um, and I am uh, I have a, a lovely long cable that. Wraps around the, the staircase, goes all the way down to uh, to my dining room windowsill, which is where BT decided to uh, stick a cable in, uh, at some point in the past. I must admit, it's one of those things. When I do kind of move, I'm going. I'm one of the things I'm going to have to look at is flood wiring. What is flood wiring? It's basically what is that? basically it'd be a case of um, for you. It would be a case of you know that your BT master socket, etc., is in one corner of your lounge, and yeah. basically behind your TV, say, you know. So mm-hmm. you would put um, a box there and trunking, which you could feed. You, know, you could basically kind of set it into the wall and wallpaper over it. But it's basically you'd put trunking in with a load of wires going upstairs and to other rooms. So, you know, basically any room that you think you're going to put or potentially put a PC or a wireless access point or anything like that, 
you'd put a wire going up and feed it through to that room. Oh, okay. you know, whether it's yep. under the floorboards and then up, you know, but you you basically flood wire it. So you, you've basically got points anywhere you think you're going to be running a PC. Ah, oh, okay. Makes sense. Sounds like a lot of work and a lot of plaster, mm-hmm. but, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> worth it in the long run. Effective. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So when how's your um, geek list looking, Bob? Well, uh, it's quite good, but it's one of those. This, by the def- my definition of what my geek list is, is probably different as we've found on several things from yours, from Rob's, etc. So I've got so many different things to put on there. I'm I'm suffering from the um, long list syndrome again. So <laughs> Not as long as I mean, some no, of my previous lists. Here's my five, and I'm, then my fifty-three honourable <laughs> mentions. Yes. I mean, no offence to you guys, but it's like my geek list is insane because I purposely go out and just do this stuff as often as I can and have been since childbirth. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. But it's, yeah, so I'm I'm struggling on mine. I will probably spend the next couple of days or whatever just focusing solely on that. And then, um, and then be ready to roll whenever we, whenever we do it. So the way that I'm trying to work mine is because we're kind of on a, a list of five, I want to have ones that have interesting stories behind rather than mm-hmm. something yeah. I'm just going to say, oh, yeah, and I met such and such. If it was an I met such and such, I could easily fill 25. But exactly. I want mine to to be, uh, to have the stories that you've just mentioned, yeah. Bob. So it's like to, to at least be a bit more than, yeah, I met Tom Savini who did all the makeup for the zombie movies. That's kind of cool, but uh, that would be a geek moment, but there's nothing really beyond that that I've got other than a picture. Uh, To me, that would be a geek moment if it was case. So I met Tom Savini whilst he was doing me up as one of these. (laughs) And he basically, I've got the four tools, he's done me up as this zombie, what have you. You know, we we had a good natter while he was doing it. You should, you know, the stuff that he uses, you know, that would be the kind of thing and... That, to me, is a geek yeah, one. Def- so are we going to go with um, five, and how many honourable mentions? We, we can maybe have a little bit more if you want, if we're struggling from... I, 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 I think but- because there's going to be stories associated, and we'll want to relay those stories, I would say at most it's going to be five on the list and at most five honourable mentions. Okay. I've got, You're right with that, I've got five and two at the moment, so I can add more, that's fine. Well, this is it. Yeah, if, there's th- if there's three more honourables, then yeah. go for it. But like I say... Yeah. It's basically, you know, we're looking for the stories behind things here, I think. Well, I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me no, too. That, I am. That all was... minds have got yeah. kind of lovely stories behind them. So I thought they would do for you. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> oh. sounds fun. Star so Trek when do we want one, to... Star yeah, Trek much. Yours 2. Are... <laughs> yours are all going to be Star Trek. I'd be shocked if uh, Uhura's not in yours, Rob. Well, we I'm not saying anything because... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not that episode yet. Exactly. Well, like I say, so, um, he's not the only one with Star Trek on there. Uh, I don't think I've got any Star Trek ones on mine. Not yet. No. Corner called the I've really got a list. Well, yeah, but uh, that was one of the. That's a very short story. I met her. She held the sheep. And then um, yeah. that was it. So it's kind of cool, but it's not. I don't think that would be top five. No. Nicole, Nicole if I met you, I would have put you in my top five. Obviously, Stuart isn't. Uh, you know, as nice as me, he's got uh, other people he likes more, whatever. Come on, Rob. You Follow me, Mr. R. Dyer, on, uh, on the Twitter verse. Thank you. 
you you wouldn't have left let her alone. You'd have had like fifteen twenty minutes talking with her. That, that's not very long. Fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but they've got other people they need to see, so you'd probably been kicked off by the organisers by then. Rob, if you were with Nicole De Boer, you would not even last twenty minutes, pal. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about now? I'm sorry. Aww. Exactly. So, she... Bob, have you got the um, have you got the cat dolls, the pussy cat dolls on your um, on your list, or did they not quite make the grade? Uh, you mean the uh, Polaroid picture? Yes. Um, I must admit, I'd forgotten. They've made a law about that now, Bob. <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> Statute limitations. Uh, but yeah, I, you'd forgotten. I'd forgotten about that as a geek moment. Because, I mean, yeah. don't forget, I was hungover at the time. Yeah, but it did happen because I did see it. Yeah. I witnessed it. I was watching. I and why picture. wouldn't I, really? <laughs> I bet you have. Yep. <laughs> don't blame me. I, I wanna, I, I'm, I I'm was... hoping it makes an honourable mention now because I want to know what know the story. Yeah, I, I, I will have to put that in as an honourable mention. Remind me. Definitely. Just, I'm gonna, one, one you do realise now, I'm going to have to see if I can dig that photo out. <laughs> Please do, and put it in the Geek House and on Twitter, because we want yes. to see it. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the funniest ones that I remember, and I think it was your mate, Bob, uh, Rick, who yeah. stopped this, this cosplayer. She was dressed as Lara Croft from the video games. Yeah. And he stopped her and said, can I just take a picture? And she turned around, and I saw him taking a picture of her, so I thought, that's kind of cool. Because she did the gun pose, so I took yes. a picture of it. I don't know how old she is, but she had nipples like bullets, and it shows on the picture. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's awful. And I do still have that picture because it was digital. Um, and yeah. that was yeah, that was kind of a weird... So you look at that picture now, and you go, I feel a bit bad for taking that picture. But I didn't oh, notice yeah. at the time until I looked at the photo. It's like, yeah, you've you've... Yeah, I guess it was oh. chilly in that uh, <laughs> arena. So I may have shared that picture in the geek house as well. It was uh, very bizarre. So yeah, yeah, we have got a lot of photos over the years. Definitely, definitely. Oh, but yeah. So, um, wh- how much time do we need to do this list? I mean, it's Thursday now. Um, I'm free for the next eleven days. So if you want to skip it, and we'll do a show. No, I, I- Next I'm Sunday, or if I'm you want to do it this Sunday, Sunday. Nope. So, are you right with that, Rob? Yeah, Sunday's fine with me. And I, I've got to say, uh, it's becoming a, a bit of a habit now, isn't it? That that tagline, "I'm free, I'm free." Yes, I'm free. Yep. Are you being served? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really. No, even no, though, and I've not a steak today either, Bob. <laughs> oh God, because you know what day it is, don't yep. you? Today, Bob. S and B J. Yep. I saw Stu Miller put the funniest tweet out and I wish he listened to this podcast because he'd be very embarrassed he said today is steak and blowjob day so I guess that's me making a, my own bacon sandwich and having a wine <laughs> oh god almighty and I was, I was so close to retweeting that and I might do I really might because it's like do you know what Stu you put that out in a public tweet that is getting retweeted and so I might after the show I might go and do it but it, oh god it made me laugh that is, much. I'm sorry, but that is... Oh. It was very funny. So anybody who wants to retweet that one, go to Cryptic Tadpole and just look for that tweet that he did today and just retweet that sucker oh. and it'll embarrass the crap out of him. Yeah. Oh, that is just yeah, so speaks, wrong. He speaks volumes in truth, though, doesn't he, really? So, yeah. <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> um, so what's everybody up to this weekend, then, other than podcasting Sunday night? Anything exciting? Or not? Um... I might be severely hungover on Saturday. Ooh, where are you going? Uh, well, 
I'm basically going over to see my brother tomorrow um, mm-hmm. and sister-in-law and what have you. But uh, it's basically a case of, uh, as you may or may not know, they've moved over to the file coast and what have you. So I've been going out visiting them because they've not been well. Um, yeah. So I've been going out kind of trying to get over once a week, you know, normally from work. But uh, we've been kind of going out for a few meals and what have you. But uh, he's basically, I'm normally driving because I'm home afterwards and what have you. So he's basically said a few times, oh, you're going to have to come over one time when you can stop and you can actually have a drink. So this weekend, I've not got Emily. I'm not on call. Mm -hmm. So I basically said, well, what about Friday? I said, yeah, great idea. So after work tomorrow, straight off over there rough out for a meal, and uh, I can imagine it getting quite uh, alcoholic afterwards. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Not to, I don't drink, so it's not my idea of perfection, but the socialising sounds yeah. great. I mean, one of the last times that I saw him drinking seriously, he worried me. I mean, you know me, I can drink. You know, I don't do it often now, but I, you know, I can. it takes a while for it to get a, you know effect on me. You know, very few people have actually seen me drunk. Yep. So um, we were out for a meal one time. I think it was, I can't remember if it was his birthday or his anniversary. But, and this is no lie because people witnessed this. He drank 16 pints of real ale. Oh, God. Jeez. A bottle of Jameson's. And then, of course, his daughter is a policewoman. So when we got back to his house... She breathalyzed him just for a laugh, and it came up negative. What? How's that work? Exactly. Whether he was that, you know, that that much alcohol that it basically blew it beyond, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but it literally said he was safe to drive. Jeez. Wow. He clearly wasn't. No. I mean, we're talking 16 pints of real ale, so that's two bucketfuls. That'd kill me. And, yeah. like I say, a full bottle of Jameson's. <laughs> I had one vodka and orange at the first Sci-Fi Wales. I'm like, that's enough now. That was one <laughs> vodka and orange. That's just because Virginia Hay was there, and I thought I need something to just make myself speak to her. Uh, yeah. 16 pints would kill me. I'd be dead. Yeah. So I hope he's not going to go to that extreme. Uh, that would put no. me out, <laughs> seriously. You may not even be sober for Sunday. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five or six pints, I'll be happy. Yeah. And then perhaps back to theirs and a, yeah, a few whiskies, but yeah. So, what about yourself, Rob? What are you up to this weekend other than podcasting with us two? Well, tomorrow I'm going to be um, supporting uh, Red Nose Day Comic Relief. Excellent. So, you might see a few uh, kind of tweets uh, with some sci fi uh, kind of themed, but with red noses. So, uh, I think the critter might end up with a red nose. <laughs> Uh, at least nice. um and then over saturday and sunday i'm not sure at the moment i'm sure there'll be a movie uh with the family there always seems to be at the moment and i think it depends on the weather at the moment we've been getting really bad wind really bad rain if that yeah. can kind of yeah. die off a bit then we might get out of the house otherwise we'll be uh Same. we'll be watching more movies i must admit there's a Same. couple we, come we, on we at the it. cinema that i fancy seeing hmm Captain Marvel, yeah, I, I want, by any chance? Well, that's one. Some of the guys at work have been to see that yesterday, and it got a very good review from them. And the other one is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, that Fisherman's Friends. Yes. Yeah, I've seen the uh, the poster for that one. Looks good. Yeah. I just I don't know why, but I just fancy that. It looks, it's got that kind of look about it. 
And then what was, did you say one of the cinemas was showing Alien and Aliens? I think that was tonight, wasn't it, or tomorrow night or something? I thought it was April, um, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I think it is, because I think I'm yeah, off then. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They're doing a double bill. They're showing Alien at something like 7 in the evening, then Aliens yeah. at something like quarter to 10. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, is temp- isn't it temp- um, the print works down at uh, Manchester? Yeah, so it's, it's tempting that. That's one of those things yes. I think. That's one yeah. of those things I think we'll pencil in and go. Hmm. Yeah, let's do it tomorrow night. Well, this is it. I fancy it. Does look it, good. So, yeah, yeah, see if we can. Uh, yeah, Stu has been abducted. Good. Abducted. No, I'm still here. On top of his PC, hasn't he? Yeah. No, no. I, but... I have. I have not even moved at all. <laughs> My head. Do we think you've been uh, abducted by one alien or or multiple aliens? No, no aliens, because I'm still here. <laughs> don't know what's going on, but I can hear me, and that's all that's important. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So, what were your thoughts anyway on the uh, going to see the uh, Alien Double Bill? I think, well, providing you can hear me, I, I think it's a great idea. I think it sounds really right. Good. We'll see about I've booking seen... tickets for that then. Definitely. Let me check on my rotor. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll confirm via to email sure. tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Because obviously I'm not in work, but I can't yeah. check. But I remember when you sent me the dates before I looked. And I was off, but then for some reason I thought it was this weekend, so I don't quite know when it was, ah. but we should double-check and then we'll book tickets. Um, I'm you and pretty I will, sure we'll it's... Go out. Let me see if I can find... Um, I'm sure you put it on Facebook, didn't you? Um, no, I put it... I'm sure it shared in the, uh, the Geek House. Well, no, um, if you didn't, I sure, did. Yeah, well, I think you did, because that's when I saw it. Yeah, I'm going... And you'd, you'd message me about it. I think the only thing I'd put on the Geek House about Alien was that the 4K Blu-ray is coming out. Here we go. I found it. I'm just going to their website, trying to find it. Yes. Uh, I might edit in a drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to a bacon roll. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Got to find which screen. Uh, here we go. Here's a venue. Printworks. Yeah. Printworks. Yeah. yeah. Just Printworks. Does anybody fancy like making me um, a portable holly device? You know, with the tracks, with the big TV, and I can kind of tag oh, along. Yeah. Well, I was going to make one of those things that they had in a Big Bang oh, Theory uh, episode where where Sheldon could um, yeah the shell bot move himself. Yeah, I'll make one of them. A yeah. Rob bot. Yeah, Rob bot. Rob bot. Rob bot. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I I stand corrected. It is this Saturday. I thought it were. Yeah. yeah, see, there you go. So I do get something right now and again. It's okay, we've got them at home, <laughs> haven't we? So you'll be uh, you'll be filling yourself with 16 pints of beer while those films are on. So. <laughs> that is quite all right. The worrying um, thing but is, I shall I'm looking, I've, I've just brought up the, uh, it's in screen eight, I've brought up the seating arrangements. There's still yeah. tons of seats there. Well, it will be because a lot of people don't. They go, "Why? Why should I pay ten quid to watch it? I've got it at home." Whereas me and you and Rob go, "I don't care if I've got it at home. It's a big screen with a exactly, real, yeah. It's an experience. It's the experience, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a shame. So uh, hopefully they will sell out and people will go because then it'll encourage them to show more films like definitely. That. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the anniversary ones and you know, kind of you know, things like that, special editions. It's yeah. You know, I mean, how many times have you seen a, a film, you, know, you missed it at the big screen, you've seen it on DVD, and you think, you know, because I mean, I know we've covered this in podcasts before, you think, 
I really wish I'd seen that on the big screen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Blade Runner. So doing yeah, some I'd, of these I'd love to that, have seen that, as you say, yeah, yeah, you've got ones like say the case of it's a forty fortieth you know anniversary. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I forty years ago when I came out at the big screen, Alien, I'd have been twelve. Yeah, I was eight. I was more excited about watching Superman the movie. Yeah. Um, and I was certainly, I didn't see Alien until probably about 82. Yeah. On TV. I mean, like I say, I can remember watching Aliens on the big screen. You know. Yeah, I've seen that on the big screen. Group of us went. Recently. So. Yeah. But it, it's still a case of, yeah, I'd quite happily go and watch them again. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, but that is tomorrow night. So, you know, nobody's probably going to hear this episode before that. But if you do, just <laughs> like it. Tomorrow night. Print works. It starts Saturday. Oh yeah, I'm confused. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so if you hear this on Saturday, run down to the print works, and it's it's started in 20 yeah. minutes. So you're right. Well, let's see. <laughs> They've got them on fine. the different. Yeah, you know, any of the view cinemas seem to be doing this, and it does seem to be different dates at different cinemas, because it said oh, okay. from the first of March. So, right. Look on your local views, mm. people. Definitely. Well, I shall let you guys go. Sorry for the slight technical issues, hey, which uh, is it's probably fine. a bit of a pain. Sorry for the slight latest joining. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. If it's any consolation, I'm the one that's going to edit this podcast, so I will be uh, <laughs> suffering for my own Skype outs a little bit. But uh, I suspect it will record fine. I think all I'll have to cut out is, is Bob going, oh, it's gone again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. From my side of the recording, I probably haven't. No, it's fine. You, you, I would rather you said that because then I don't, you know, presume that you've heard the question yeah. I've asked so that is well, hopefully and, uh, it'll be uh, kind of techni- technical glitch free on Sunday it will be because I'm going to move the PC back to where it was <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so it'll be uh, it'll be fine or I might even use the laptop again who knows yeah. that's fine but uh, yeah, everything will be perfect for Sunday so excellent sounds good um, and then everybody we've uh, yeah they'll get like an extra episode this week so well like so, I so for the next, <laughs> I have me too so for the next, I think the next four weeks, we're okay for Sundays. Woohoo! Yay! Because I've hit, I've hit that block where I'm not touching weekends. Yeah. And then it'll be a case of like four weeks when I'm not able to do it yeah. on Sundays. So we're, we're now back in the Sunday block. So that's good. Well, like you say, on the ones where you can do them on a Sunday and, you know, you've got time off, maybe kind of get a, get a couple of other kind of podcasts in, like you say, get other people in, get your, you know, you're spending time with type ones in. And you can yeah, store definitely. them up for when you are, uh, you know, doing the late, you know, doing the working on a Sunday. Well, I've already got some of the. Uh, I've just got to do the intros for them. The, some of the sci-fi whales conversations Excellent. I've got, and I've listened. Ooh. I've listened to the back again, and they are really good. So I've got the Zarafithian one and Clem oh. Saw ready to go. I've got the um, the Murray MacArthur. He's oh, ready excellent. to go. I have got Mel Pickup and Laurie Good. <sighs> ready to go, and then the only one I'm having slight problems with is the Virginia Hay one, because she kept walking around yes. at the beginning, <laughs> so the noise levels are up and down like a crazy person, so You'll get it I've there. got to faff around with that one a little bit, but I've already got the Sci-Fi Wales ones Uh-oh. ready to go, because I want to start sharing those a little bit, because they were great conversations. They were, so. they were. Um, and then Rob can listen to them and go, oh yeah, exactly. running around like a nut, he didn't even yep. hear half of them. Yeah. So, uh, I'll probably do do what you said, Bob, and just put those out as extra episodes when we're not available to record at yeah. some point. Give us a bit of a breather. So, all right, guys, well, shall I let you go? Thank you very much. 
to both Thank of you. you. And I, I will start editing this. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you very much. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye for Bye. now. Bye.